Hi everyone, welcome to the Somatic SLP. I am your host, Natalie. I wanted to get on here and talk about just some ways we can support and create a safe space during Halloween time. I know it's one day before Halloween, there's a lot going on, and it's also the beginning of kind of the holiday season. And so I think a lot of these ideas can translate to our Thanksgiving activities, our Christmas activities, and these are considerations too that we can even use during birthday parties or things that make us consider individuals, whether that be kids who have sensory processing difficulties, those children who do experience anxiety or get easily overwhelmed. This way, these students, these children can be included in the activities but are also supported to meet their needs that their body demands. Now remember, there are some ways that these kids might look in terms of just being hypervigilant, being anxious, being overwhelmed. They may shut down and not be able to process that input. This can look like those students who suddenly have to close their ears because they can't listen any longer. These can be kids that engage in fight or flight behaviors, whether that be they begin to just start hit you, start hitting you, or they might run away because they can't handle it. You might get those students who start crying because they cannot handle all of the information being thrown out at them. It's good to know the tips and tricks. I have another podcast episode that talks about when students are experiencing any kind of hypervigilance when they are having difficulties processing information. So feel free to go check that out. Let's look at creating a safe space during the Halloween time. One of the biggest considerations is to reduce sensory overload. Having so many sensory inputs at once can really overwhelm the child. And so think about when a student is walking into, let's just say like a Halloween party. Everyone has these flashy costumes, music might be loud. Some kids might even have issues with their own costumes where there is that rubbing and the fabric might bother them. Having all of these different inputs can cause literally like a meltdown in a child's brain. That wasn't proper phrasing, but you know what I mean. It's a lot to handle at once and this can cause a student to shut down. And so some ways we can reduce the sensory overload would be minimizing input, keeping the space dimly lit, calm lighting, like not using any kind of strobe lights, flashing lights, sometimes removing or covering any noisy decorations, like those skeletons that like pop up at you. Those can be very disruptive. I also think about ways that we can just reduce like any kind of noise Sometimes like having white noise or pink noise in the background or just like peaceful frequency music can go a long way. Another consideration just in general is just to be mindful of the activities that you're doing. So instead of having a student go through a maze or a haunted house or anything like that, have them do coloring books, puzzles, like even read books. Like, And this can be a calming activity that meets their sensory needs. You can also have these during a party 
as a way to serve as a distraction or a relaxation tool having just colored pumpkins um, using paint they could paint on pumpkins or just draw on a stenciled ghost this way it's still involved in the halloween theme but the student can do something that serves them better than another student who might be able to process more sensory input at once offering tools is a huge thing there are a couple that i want to cover one would be noise canceling headphones so if noise is a problem for a student having those available can really help when reducing any kind of overwhelming auditory input even having a designated room that a student can go to to calm down from any sensory input is beneficial sensory tools such as fidget toys stress balls silly putty those poppers those can help a student when they are trying to process any type of overwhelming input this way they can turn to something that they know they can use to self-regulate and manage that anxiety if you have a younger student sometimes those sensory bottles or any kind of like chewable can help i was doing some research and aromatherapy such as calming scents can go a long way I remember looking at grad school and I had this student who loved peppermint. It would calm him down. It was one of his preferred stimuli and that really helped us during our therapy sessions. Now, comfortable seating and cozy accessories can also help. I like these too because looking at the weather dropping, having a lot of blankets, cushions, or bean bags can really help a student get a lot of those sensory needs met. I keep on saying that term, but again, a student might want to roll around or constantly need that input on their body. And so if you burrito a student and this way they feel all warm and bundled up and they might be able to participate using those tools better than they would have if they were just running around. They have that proprioceptive need that is more easily met that way than versus if they were to try and roll on the floor and this way they might not be able to talk to other students or even engage in the activity at hand adding weighted blankets lap pads can also be very soothing i know me at the ripe age of 26 i love weighted blankets very good for anxiety so it could provide a sense of security and comfort to some individuals so these can be draped over seating or provided for the individual to use as needed i know i mentioned this briefly but choosing a quiet location can be very helpful selecting a room whether that be in your school in your home in your clinic you make that a quiet and a calming place. And this can have all those options that I already stated. And it could be away from main activities or decorations. It could be a choice if the student needs it. Having a designated signal or code can go a long way. So this can be some kind of nonverbal cue. It could be just pointing to an object or pointing to an icon on a communication board. This way... Individuals can use it to indicate that they need a break or when they're feeling overwhelmed. 
I like supporting individuals by telling them what's expected. Sometimes that might be hard for some kiddos to really process and understand. So the use of visual supports can go a long way, whether this be a visual schedule, a book, creating a social story, using calm visual aids to help a student even. And this can help understand and anticipate what's going to happen during the Halloween season. Creating a schedule can fall in this too. Planned breaks in the safe space can help. It provides that predictability and a designated time for individuals to relax and recharge. Feel free to check in and support the individuals just in case they need a safe space. Sometimes they don't even know that the option is there until you ask them. Think about those students who don't know that they can ask for help until they finally realize, oh, this is a safe space. I can get my need met and I shouldn't feel bad for it. And then just allowing and respecting boundaries. Make it clear to family and friends that the safe space is to be respected. Encourage them to be understanding and supportive of anyone who needs it. Make sure that these students always feel included. We want them to engage in the activities that we have planned. Feel free for the student to bring any of their comfort items, their favorite items, and this can help create a sense of familiarity and safety for the student during this time, especially if it's very overwhelming. Everyone's needs are different. It is key to be flexible and adaptable when you're creating a safe space. So the goal is to provide a supportive environment where individuals can feel comfortable and if they need to relax and recharge during any activities, they can do so. This can be essential for individuals who often feel overwhelmed, anxious, or have sensory needs, but this is something that can be offered to students even outside um, the traits that I have stated. So I hope this is helpful when we are following the Halloween time and approaching other holiday seasons where there might be a massive overload or there might be some emotions that are a little heavier to carry and students might be a little more easily overwhelmed. So I hope this is helpful and I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Somatic SLP. Feel free to leave a review and check out my Instagram and my Teachers Bay Teachers. It should be under the Somatic SLP. All right, I'll see you again soon. Have a good one.